Wednesday or Hump Day if you guys celebrate. Of course, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Tony. We've got Eric Ruby back. we got DJ Danielle pushing all the buttons and making all the magic happen behind the Mac. We appreciate everybody hopping in today on National Signing Day. Of course, we're going to get into Arizona State's Class of 2024 on National Signing Day. We're going to be talking a little bit about Antonio Pierce and Jane Daniel. Saw a very interesting uh, potential possibility about those two, I guess, reuniting and teaming up in Las Vegas. Also saw just uh, an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous graphic um, of the best college football players defensively of all time. Terrell Suggs on that list, but ranked a little bit lower than I think maybe people would initially think, especially in Tempe, guys. But before we get into all of that, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're new here, leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Welcome all the ASU fans. And then I'm sure we're going to get some fans of either Colorado or Arizona hopping in at some point, just because I took to Twitter a little bit earlier and decided... You? We were going to stir the You pot. took to Twitter? We're gone. We're gone. Ah, we're making gumbo. We're stirring that big-ass pot. But before we get into all of that fun, we've got some really awesome news yeah, at PHNX. We've got a new show launching. A very new show hosted by, I mean, arguably the, the greatest writer in Arizona history. One of the best reporters the world has ever seen. I do not say that sarcastically. Craig Morgan, he just dropped the very first episode of The Focus. He's going to be sitting down uh, and really doing in-depth conversations with some of the the greatest legends in Arizona sports history. And ironically enough, episode number one featured former Arizona State legend Jake Plummer. Uh, this is just a little snippet of the very first episode of The Focus. I loved Pat. I mean, he he was challenged. He challenged you as any good any good friend would. Uh, he challenged you, you know, not just physically but mentally, and you know, just with the way he was. He was very much alive and living and not dull. And he challenged himself mm. every day. He wanted to be a better man and do things and had a plan and and not just talked about it but went and did it. So yeah. Uh, for years there, I was ta- I was a voice for Pat, and I talked about Pat, and then I had to step back because I w- I don't think I was living in a way that I would be able to go look at Pat and tell him, hey, this is what I'm doing. When he would see right through that and be like, are you really doing that, Jake? It doesn't look like it, you know. He would have called me out on a few times in my life. So, hmm. you know, Pat's still a motivating uh, part of my life. Someone who is very inspirational, and it's really amazing to see what his legacy has become. Uh, not just in in our USA, but in the world. I mean, Pat's a historical figure that's known by uh, uh, so yeah. many people, and he was a dear friend. I mean, that was just one minute of a conversation that lasted, I, I think, almost an hour, if not longer. So definitely head over. It's on uh, the PHNX Sports YouTube. Go check out that full, full interview that that Craig did with Plummer. Um, and it's one of many that are going to be out in, in realistically guys is some of the best content that we've got here at phnx when yeah. craig morgan has his hands on something uh you really know it's going to be good on top of those mushroom bars okay so <laughs> i was about to say okay a couple things couple things a check check out the show you can just tell like how important this is to craig and if yeah. you know if you know craig morgan and you know that if something's important to him he's going to do it to the 10th degree plus like he's he's gonna kill it so go check that out especially asu fans you're gonna love it and uh jake Palmer's an interesting dude and he's got a lot of these uh mushroom bars 
and I have committed. I'm going to eat one live. You, you got to eat the live seed on that air. Fell too, I got to eat the seed that fell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I, it's not like the type of mushrooms that's uh no, it's not going to send trippy. you into space. I'm not going to buble it. Okay, no, no. I'm not buble it. Not today. Gonna, I'm or not maybe he will. Maybe well, he we'll will. See. I guess we'll see. But um, I, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to give kind of like a live. review. Okay, I'm here for air. it. I'm absolutely here for it, man. This is the first time we've done like it's not ASMR, so let's. I'll let's, get away from the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's keep away from that. But well, damn, that tastes good. Is it really good? That tastes good. <laughs> Okay. Not as good. I'm here for it, man. I'm here for I'm it. I'm going the rest of us away from the mic. You take a second. Look, it is National Signing Day, of course, one of the biggest days in college football every single year. Before we get too deep into the weeds of Arizona State's 2024 class and kind of how it stacks up against other Big 12 programs, which I do want to do, um, Tony in the chat immediately. Totree spewing misinformation on Twitter. Lord mercy. <laughs> it's not misinformation, to be completely honest with you. But I will get into that tweet um, in just a little bit. I kind of want to zoom out for a second and just talk about National Signing Day as it is right now. Of course, February 7th. And for such a long period of time, I feel like National Signing Day was realistically one of the best parts of college football, right? You, you'd always get those moments where... Kids are up there with their their families, their friends, and they got you know three four hats up there. They're choosing. Some sometimes they they'd freak out and they they choose a hat that maybe their family didn't even expect. Right? It was always a really really good time. But now you've got early signing period, right? Early signing period that takes place in December, and it really has. I don't want to say killed it, but it's really diminished. I feel like the significance and the importance of waking up on National Signing Day and being like, okay, which kids are going to be. Arizona State Sun Devils moving forward like yeah. how do you feel about kind of just the way that recruiting at this level works now specifically on National Signing Day when in reality not a whole lot's going on for Arizona State because pretty much everybody signed on early signing day yeah it's it's unfortunate it, it's one of those things that like you kind of pointed out and you're just like okay that that does kind of suck I do miss those moments yeah. where, where the kids, especially the hats, you get so many viral moments. I feel like you still get that in basketball a little bit more than you do with football. But but overall, it, it is tough not to have that anymore. But I, I don't know. St- stuff like this to me, and I don't know if I'm kind of alone in this, I don't care that much. <laughs> like like I, care, I care more about the... The actual players that are signing, not not how they get signed or or how they show up or anything like that. I just care who's coming, who's not. Yeah, coming, right. And, and maybe that makes me no fun, probably. Uh, but I don't. I don't know. I don't lose sleep over it. I think it's it's unfortunate we don't get those moments. But I'm not like, where's the signing day? You know? No, I yeah. don't know. Am I am I alone in that? I mean, for for me, I feel like. It's just different. I I appreciate early signing period just because I appreciate it. it yeah. I think it with the state of college football as it is now. I think being able to lock in those national letters of intent as early as possible genuinely helps the football programs figure out where their needs are. Right. It, it's a topic that I do want to get into maybe on another show, just about kind of where college football is and how difficult it is to be a, a head coach at a program now, because it does feel like almost like you're an NFL GM, right? You have to make sure, you know, certain players are, are getting paid. You have to right. understand where everybody is at your roster in terms of depth, in terms of skill, in terms of, you know, which guys are going to be here long term, which guys are one and done or not one and done, but going to be here for a couple of years and, and then move on. Like, it is such a difficult task, and I think to get the NLIs signed as early as possible 
really allows some of these coaches to be like, okay, after early signing period, we have an understanding of where this roster's at, maybe needs that we have in the transfer yeah. portal that you could take advantage of before you get to spring ball. So it is different. It's new. I don't hate it. Um, I just think it really is is changed the way that national signing day is viewed. It's not nearly it's as important in my mind. Yeah, I, I mean, there was no build up to today. No, like no. me, me and you weren't sitting down planning shows and like, ooh, ooh, we need to do a national signing day preview. Ooh, ooh like no, and because we did an early signing period like entire thing right. where we talked to a bunch of signees that are a part of this 2024 class yeah and, and you you already know what's going on you know who's coming here and and if you listen to this show or you watch this show which if you're listening make sure to rate five stars and leave a thumbs up right now um why does everybody think i'm tripping on mushrooms guys it's not it's not that type of mushrooms it's actually the mushrooms that will help me focus sharon uh i will not be tripping on this show i'll be pretty crazy guys if we you, just showed up to work today and he just ate a psychedelic if I, if, mushroom if i bar. ate a psychedelic mushroom live on air i don't think i'd lose my job but i'm not for sure that i would keep it you know it's kind of up in the air I, I don't think that's happening danielle what am, am, am i gonna trip i don't know am no, i am i no. tripping right so now just uh go watch the focus with craig morgan there you go and he'll talk about it he talked that he went pretty in depth i, I say it for the whole interview um he went pretty in depth about the difference and the misconceptions about mushrooms. So yeah, yeah I, it's really interesting go check it out i will say i've had a a mushroom drink before so this is not my first time uh, indulging in, in, in that. See, see, Donald's so disappointed in me. Donald, I'm sorry I'm not tripping at 1214 on a Wednesday at work. You're just not doing it. Good. I'm sorry. You're just not. I'm doing not it Michael same. Bublé. A anyway, uh, I forget what I was saying. I did lose my focus. Maybe there. maybe he is tripping on maybe, mushrooms. Maybe I, what he's hey, talking listen, about, may, Maybe my body's just not built for this, and and maybe no matter what, whatever shrooms are in my body, I am gonna trip. I'll tell you what. This is not how I thought today was gonna go. Look. I'll tell you that for sure. But I'm looking at at our list of commits here, and we might not have any any news today. But like, like revisiting everything, right? Is there anything that stands out to you? Maybe an underrated signing that we haven't talked about a lot because the top two we've talked about quite. I a mean, bit. yeah. So we can get into that. I do want to for for people that aren't necessarily as familiar with the class of 2024. Again, early signing period versus signing day. Just to go over Arizona State's commits in this. 2024 class from the highest rated to the lowest rated. Mm -hmm. um, I'll go ahead and read them off for you guys. So Jason Brown, um, Jaden Fortier, Terrell Kim. And for those of you that didn't know, Jason Brown's a running back, Jaden Fortier, tight end, Terrell Kim, um, an interior offensive lineman, Rodney Bimage, um, a defensive back, Chris Johnson Jr., defensive back, um, Philiva Saluni, an interior offensive lineman, Zechariah Sample, uh, listed as an athlete, Albert Smith, a linebacker, Ramar Williams, defensive lineman, Kyan McDonald, who committed just the other day, is a safety. Samisi Tunga is an interior offensive lineman. Champ Westbrooks is an interior offensive lineman. Um, Salisi Manu is an edge. Martel Hughes is a safety. Tony Lewis and Cuba is a corner. James Giggy is a defensive lineman. Plas Johnson is a wide receiver. Canyon Floyd is a punter. Um, and then Colin Charles listed as a hard commit as a wide receiver for Arizona State. But what stands out to me most about um, really this class and seeing it kind of come together is realistically the the two guys at the top. Jason yeah. Brown Jr. Uh, and Jane Fortier listed as the two highest recruits in this class for Arizona State, both by 24-7 sports um, getting ranked as four stars with a 90 or above grade. I, I think it's just, it's widely important for Arizona State not only to go out there and, and reload at key positions like tight end and running back, but 
for me, what stands out was the fact that Kenny Dillingham and this coaching staff went into those states, went into Washington, went into Oregon and said, you know what? We're not just looking for talent here. Yeah. We're going to go get the best at these positions here and we're going to bring them to Tempe. And that's exactly what Kenny did. He said, Jason Brown Jr., you're going to be the top of our class. Yeah. Right. We're going to get you from Washington when you have, you know, an opportunity to stay home and play for the Washington. And we're going to get one of your better teammates, too. Exactly. And then we're going to go into Oregon and we are going to go get a six foot five, 220 pound tight end in Jaden Ford. The best one in the state. The best player in the state. Yeah. And we're going to bring him to Tempe. And and you know what I like about this is that, like, yes, obviously, Kenny and and, and the staff has made a big... uh, effort to to recruit locally to get Arizona kids and there are a good amount of Arizona kids on here but not a majority and well I think that you could argue okay well what about that whole promise of being in state I feel like in order to get a lot of kids in state to truly buy in that success kind of has to come first they have to see it witness it experience it and you're doing that by going into places like Texas like Oregon like Washington and taking some of the best players and again this is this is really just year one. Like, th- this is really just the beginning. A full cycle. Of, of, of like, like, right. Last year, to me, it, it's a wash, right? Like, it happened. Let's learn from it. Let's acknowledge it, accept it, all of that, right? But to say that that was a fair shot for Kenny to recruit kids, that was a fair shot for Kenny to coach kids, and that was a fair shot for the team to actually go out there and perform to their best ability, it's just not true. Right. So clean slate, fresh slate right now. This is really the first year that this whole staff has had to operate at the top level and really like do what they want to do and yeah. recruit the kids they want to recruit. And so you have to imagine that as time goes on, this succeeds this season more successful than the last, and hopefully that continuing is a pattern, they're gonna be able to get more of these four star guys because like there's only two, right? Like we're not talking best signing class in the country right here no you know but we're talking solid we're talking good and good enough to make this team better and to be kind of a stepping stone going forward and i do like the the fact that there are teammates on here as well and jason brown and kaya mcdonald because to me that's just kind of word of mouth yeah right like hey i love this school i love this coach you should at least give them a shot at least hear them out right and then they do and then they come here Right? It's the same thing with Clem, Jalen Clem. It's like, okay, let's give this school a shot. You go on your visit the next day, you're committed. And so given some time, seeing some success and seeing this class right now, is it the best? No. Is it good for the position that they're in? Absolutely. And is it better than a couple other schools? It is. It is better. Well, what schools would that be, Totri? better than the Arizona Wildcats. What? And it is better than the Colorado Buffs. Oh, my God. And and that's what some people were tweeting about earlier. Wait, wait. But I thought... I thought those were two powerhouses. They, they were supposed to be. They're supposed to be two powerhouses. And huh. I'll tell you right now, and, and people, Tony, specifically in the chat, the only Wildcat fan that has Hi, Tony. has the bravery to say something at the moment. So if you're a Wildcat fan, chime in. Don't worry. We've got an army of Sun Devils ready to take you out here. Uh, but I was looking specifically at freshmen coming to the new schools. I'm not talking about transfer rankings. Okay, I'm not talking about overall composite rankings. I'm talking strictly about the class of 2024. Arizona State ranks seventh in the Big 12 with 19 commits. Okay, an overall grade of 197.48 graded by 24-7 sports. Okay, you go to the very bottom. The bottom of the the bottom. The bottom. You're looking at 15 is the Arizona Wildcats with 14 commits. A grade of 162.37. And below them, you have Colorado. 
Colorado with just seven commits, just seven freshmen, and an overall grade of 130. That's tough. Seven commits. Now, you can say that Deion Sanders and whatever, like they, they're building through the portal. That's all great and fine. I said this months ago. When Dion leaves, it's a when, not an if. When Dion leaves that program and everybody loses their shit, Colorado is not only going to lose a significant amount of players headed to the portal wherever Dion goes, or if he opts to just leave college football in general, players will leave because Dion's not there anymore. And the one thing that CU fans aren't talking about is when he leaves, when, again, not if, you have seven freshmen now, which means guess what? Next year, you'll have seven sophomores outside of guys that you recruited and got from the portal, right? So you're trying to establish a culture. You're trying to build a culture, right? And you are just opting to recycle and reuse opposing teams' players through the portal every single season instead of building a culture with players that are here, right? That are in the shit, in the grind, in the practices year over year. You're a vacation stop. You're not an actual program. You're not building a culture. You're not doing any. Seven freshmen is ridiculous. Seven is absolutely wild. We have more people in this office right now than Colorado is going to have freshmen coming to their school next year. That is absurd to me. It doesn't make any sense at all. I, I understand the approach, and I get there were a lot of people that were upset because if you go to the entire composite ranking, which includes transfers and 2024 freshmen, then Colorado has the number one class in the Big 12. But that's not what we're talking about. It's National Signing Day. We're talking about the freshmen, okay? And I get it. The 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 players that transferred, they signed their, their national letters of intent to come to your school and transfer. I'm talking about the class of 2024. Your class of 2024 has seven, seven players. My class at Arizona State has almost triple that. It's ridiculous to me. And, and maybe I'm crazy. I just think that Maybe. is a, that is a wild approach to have in in college football. I think you're crazy, but for other reasons. I think it's an understandable take. I mean, listen, if if we were Buffs fans, right, and we we had to spin zone this, you can, you can, you can say, oh well, that's again, they're 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 going all in on their other approach. They're it's going fine. all in on the transfers, and that's going to work out. And Dion's going to be here forever, and this is going to be awesome, and everything's going to be amazing. And college football playoffs, here we come. Look, the reality is it's not going to go as sweet as that. It's just not. Like, I, I'm sorry. It's just not. And I keep on saying the term, you can't microwave a football program. And you can't do it year after year after year. You try microwaving the same meal five different times. It's going to be pretty shitty. Yeah, it's going to be pretty shitty. You need to kind of have a, a, a couple of elements, right? If you want to maybe microwave that rice from the last night, that's fine. But make some fresh chicken, man. Like, get something new in there. That's crazy. And, and that's why I think that balance approach of Kenny is really nice and yeah of course we're focused on it's ASU. a balance though it is right. a balance. but like i think we would be saying the same thing like if, if the roles are reversed and, and people coming at us and and okay us people coming at people you people coming at me that's people fine. coming at you and, and talking about how stupid it is that you brought that up oh you're so biased oh blah 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 other mean words whatever if the roles were reversed it really hurts my feelings man yeah i know you're <laughs> crying before the show we had to wipe your tears it's okay 
Listen, oh my goodness. if the roles were reversed, we'd be calling ASU out for doing it the wrong way. Absolutely. Like, like, like that's like that's the thing here is that if Kenny was building purely through the portal only, only through the portal, and had absolutely no signees, none, freaking seven of them, we'd be sitting here saying, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Why aren't you trying to like build this in multiple different ways? Why aren't you just trying to cover your losses?" Because the transfer portal is such a tricky game to play. And it always will be because you're getting guys and you're completely changing their location, their environment, sometimes their position, and a lot of times their responsibilities involved. And while that could be like the lottery and you could hit big and that's great, it's also you will always a huge need risk. <laughs> it's also a huge risk. And, and and we talk about, you know, we talk about the the Alabamas of the world, the Georgias of the world, the Michigans of the world. These schools that are the top of the top, they've got guys coming in as freshmen who are committed to the cause, understand they're not really going to play a lot unless they are all-time otherworldly elite talent, and they're bought into the program, and by sophomore and junior year, either they're done and they want to leave, or they're out there contributing for you at a high level. Yeah. If they want to leave, that's fine, but you need to at least take enough shots on guys to think that a couple are going to stick around. Yeah, Sharon in the chat with a good comment. The fact that Dion is living in the portal just seems to really show that he is short-term Correct. for CU. Flash in the pan success for his kids, and then he's gone. Colorado will be left a mess. LTC, Dion isn't even trying to be slick about it either. That's just... Well, it, and AD saying, didn't Colorado beat ASU last season? Oh, way yeah. to bring up something we're literally they not did. even talking about well, at no, all. No, 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 that's fine. Colorado did, did, in fact, beat Arizona State last season. It was their last win of the season, which occurred, I believe, in October. Um, and Colorado, even with that win over Arizona State, which was a three-win football team, still found a way to finish below Arizona State in the conference standings. Yeah. Um, bottom, by the way. The very bottom, the last team. You seen that scene from Shark Tale where it goes, the food chain, right? You're right below the whale shit at the very, very bottom. <laughs> uh, that's where Colorado was in the Pac-12 hey, standings. At least they're year. consistent, right? Yeah. Bottom of the Pac-12 standings. Bottom of the uh, signing day. Uh, ranking. Yeah, at least you're consistent at least, with it. That's, that's the thing good. with Dion, right? Like, if he's going to be there, he's going to at least fall through and be the same Dion yeah. through and through. The bottom. No, yeah, listen, and, <laughs> and I really, honestly, I feel like we should get somebody from DNVR Buffs on this show because a lot of the interaction is via social media. And usually when uh, when we, and by we, again, I mean you, piss people Me, off. Yeah, that's what I do. I just, I just kind of like... I'm a hater, man. I told y'all I'm a hater. See, I'm a hater, but like I'm a hater. Like, I'm going to let him hate, and I'm going to cheer him on from the sides. But I ain't getting in all that, man. It I ain't getting in all that, It man. is what it is. I do want to talk Arizona State um, just a little bit more on that 2024 signing class. And we were talking about the top two players in the class being Jason Brown and Jaden Fortier. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I do want to discuss how this class differs from last year's class and just how important it is to fully understand that just because Jason Brown Jr. and Jaden Fortier are the top two um, graded players doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean that those guys are going to be the absolute best players at Arizona State early on. Because you look last season at the 2023 class for Arizona State, the highest graded player was Jaden Rashada, of course, on the team. Mm-hmm. Had a 97 rating, um, four-star. People had him at, as a five-star at some point. We know he was obviously the starting quarterback for Arizona State. But you look at other guys that were immediate contributors for the Sun Devils um, and, and were graded somewhere in between, right? They weren't necessarily at the top. Montana Warren, right, was an 86, was ranked not even in the top seven or eight of Arizona State's mm -hmm. players 
in the 2023 class. Montana Warren potentially would have been in the rotation if he hadn't got hurt um, at that safety position. You look at another one in Sean Na. Sean Na was actually right below Montana Warren, not even in the top 10. And Sean Na projects to be uh, a starting offensive lineman for Arizona State this season. Played starting minutes last season for the Sun Devils. Right? Kyson Brown Jr. CJ Fight, again, not in the top 10. He proves to be one of the best interior defensive linemen for the Sun Devils going into this season. Right? So there are guys that you won't see in the top three, top four players that, you know, everybody loses their minds, rightfully so, over a five-star, four-star guy. But you do have to rely on the coaches and their understanding of the game to truly evaluate all of these kids. Right? They all have a plan because of Kenny and the staff. They've got an idea of what they want for these guys. And I think that says a lot about Kenny Dillingham and the staff based off of what they were able to do last season with a short amount of time and get contributors. So now he's got a full cycle. Imagine what he can do. And realistically, the 2025 class is the class that I'm looking at for Arizona State that could potentially make some noise. Each class should get better with time because this team should get better with time, which means the NIL buy-in is going to get better with time, which means that the player recognition is going to get better with time and it's going to be a domino effect. Yeah. And again, you are seeing and we are watching things play out completely different ways for Colorado and for ASU. And for right now, Sure, you can argue that Colorado will be a better football team next year. I don't think it's going to be miles better like a lot of Colorado fans say. I don't think they're making the college football playoffs. I don't know if they're going to be in the top just, 25. It blows my mind, man. It really does. It, it's it. Listen, it's kind of like a cult, right? Like they're, they're so bought in and they want to believe so bad that they have to tell themselves the best case scenario is going to work out because until it doesn't, you can at least talk yourself into it. They were 4-8 and eight last, last year, man. Oh, right, but who wins, them or uh, 2019 LSU? But but think, like, this is, this is, and I, I don't want to get on my soapbox here, man, but I'm going to. Get on the box. They went four and eight last season. Four and eight. Arizona State went three and nine. But wait, I was told that Dion was the second coming in Colorado. I thought they were going to be a CFP team. Hey, they beat Nebraska. Did you see, I think it was Phil Yates the other day was on PHNX Cardinals, or he was on DMVR whatever, talking about how potentially Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter have the ability to go 1-2 in the NFL draft next season. That would be awesome for Colorado. That'd be great. What does it say when you have potentially the first overall and second overall pick in the NFL draft and you go 4-8? and eight? You go 4-8. and eight. You were the worst team in the Pac-12. What does it tell me about your coach? Well, it tells me that he couldn't get, again, a team with arguably the two best players in college football to a bowl game. He couldn't even get him to five wins. Hell, he couldn't even get him to 11th. He couldn't even get him to the second worst team in the conference. He sat there and was the worst. That's what it tells me. So, Colorado Flames, I don't know why why you flex like you, you've got something because you don't. You don't. You'll be lucky to reach bowl eligibility this season. Lucky to do it. I, I told y'all last year that y'all were losing your shit. Three games. You would have swore they were they were the number one team in the country. You beat a shit TCU team. Congratulations. Your win of the year. Nebraska was awful. Colorado State had you on the ropes. And you beat an Arizona State team that had half their team in the ICU because they had injuries every single fucking week. That's what, that, that, those were your wins. Colorado on the other end, who'd you beat? Nobody else. Last I checked, you blew a 30-plus point lead to Stanford. 
Hey, they, they almost beat USC. <sighs> almost. Just absolutely mind-blowing to me. It, it really is. They live in Delulu land. <laughs> like, that's where Colorado fans, like, they just reside. They sit there in crazy town, and they just expect, like... I don't know. I've never seen a fan base in my life more delusional than Colorado. Yeah, it really man. is crazy. Uh, you know the memes about the uh, the Pat McAfee show where AJ Hawk is just sitting there saying nothing. He's just nodding. That's that's how I feel, and and, and I enjoy doing this when you start going off on Colorado because I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna sit back. At least, at least I'm I gonna enjoy the ride. At least Arizona fans can be like, hey, we were we're a pre preseason top twenty five team rankings wise, right? At least you could say that. You you Noah Fafita, T Mac. Easily first Oh, they're in picks. a way better place than Colorado. They are, and I can live with that. Y'all yeah. are crazy in your own right. It's a low bar. But Colorado is just, it's just ridiculous to me. Tony, look, when, when Tony and everybody else in the chat can agree with me, then then you know. It, Hell like, has frozen over. It's the elevation. Maybe it does get to their head because it doesn't, it does not make any sense, man. Because what happens after Shador and Travis are gone? Well, Dion You know what's going to happen? Dion's packing his Lulu and he's on his way out. That's what's happening. It's gone. It's gone. And then what are you left with? What we just talked about. Seven freshmen. Good luck. Good luck. Seven freshmen that are probably going to leave too. God. Not, not going to be too good for CEU. Again, we're playing the long game here. People could talk shit about ASU right now all they want about their record. Oh, we That's beat fine. you. They were three we beat you last year. All that. Like, we're not sitting here like, again... We aren't sitting here saying this team is like the best team in college football and they're going to make the college football playoffs and blah, 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 blah. No, the things that we rave about, the things that we say are positive are are building blocks and they're things for the future. And you cannot confidently say that Colorado is building for the future better than ASU or practically almost anybody in the Big 12 right now. Well, they're not building for the future. Well, right, because they're, right they're building for right now, but are they going to be able to capitalize on the right now? Probably not, because that's not really how this shit works. Like, Dion, fine. I had a little bit of FOMO at the very beginning of like, oh man, like ASU kind of passed on Dion. What? Oh, I still like Kenny, I still like Kenny, I still like Kenny. And then it's like, as the season went on, you're just like, okay, this dude's a good talker. Is he a good coach? He was a great football player. Oh, I mean, one of the greatest football, one of the greatest we're athletes of all that. time. There's no, there's no, there's no debating that whatsoever at all. But this is a guy that you watch him coach a game, and you're not like, this is the greatest coach of all time. You're not getting the most out of all of your players. You know who had better recruiting classes than Deion Sanders did? Tell me, Herm Edwards. Just saying, Herm Edwards yeah, did. And we all know how amazing Herm he Edwards was. wasn't a good coach was not a good football coach by any means. And you could argue Antonio Pierce was the reason that they got a lot of those players, and rightfully so. He's a recruiting coordinator. We all know about the rule violations, whatever. ASU's paying, Wait, no, tell me paying what happened. for those sins. What happened? Right? But still, Arizona State, Herm Edwards, old man Herm, found a way to have better signing classes than the young coach Prime Sanders, who isn't hard to find, but apparently uh, he is because only seven commits. Only seven. No, they can find him. They just don't want to go there. That's crazy, man. And, and I think, you know... Listen, I don't believe that Dion's at Colorado for the long haul. Uh, only Dion Sanders knows that for sure. But you have to imagine, man, these kids are catching on to college football's bullshit. Like, you're committing to a school and you see how many times coaches are flying across the country and abandoning their kids at the drop of a dime. Literally the drop of a dime because they get more money. Boom. And you're probably looking at Colorado and you're saying, if I'm not ready to play right now and I'm trying to develop and I'm trying to grow, 
Why the hell would I go there? Why would I go to a program that maybe by my sophomore or my junior year is going to be in the same place that it was two or three years ago because Deion Sanders left it in a worse place than he found it? True. Who's going to want to go to Colorado after Deion leaves? Nobody. Well, look, I'm telling you right now, and National Signing Day, we're talking 2024. You, you look to the future. Yeah. Class of 2025. As it stands right now, obviously, we still got a lot of, lot of recruiting, a lot of stuff to go. As it stands right now, Arizona State has four commits for the class of 2024. That is third. 2025. 2025. That is third in the Big 12 as it stands right now. Texas Tech ahead of the game. They have nine. They're fourth. UCF has four. They're second. Baylor has six. They're number one in the Big 12. Arizona even. They've got a commit and they're 11th. Colorado doesn't have a single commit. For I'm about the class to say, I'm looking at that list on your screen and I was like, where the hell is Colorado? Not a single class of 2025. Well, gee, I wonder why he's not thinking about the future. I wonder how long Mike, Mike Norvell is at man. Florida State. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. It's. It, I mean, listen, man. It, I'm not necessarily rooting for the Buffs' success, but it is. It is kind of tough to to see it unfolding in real time and to see just a bunch of people not acknowledge like the doom that sits in front of them because it was bad before Dion. It's not like Dion came in and turned this program around in one year. Mm-mm. Again, bottom of the conference again. And now you're looking forward to next year and you said, I don't know if they can be consistent. I don't know if they can deliver day in and day out. I don't know if I can sit here a year from now and know that I'm going to have a good football program in Boulder. Yeah. But one thing I do know that one year from now I can do, do it. is go to some bros and get me there a good is. meal. Because they ain't going nowhere. They didn't try to microwave nothing, baby. Uh, uh, uh. Listen, some boroughs, family owned and operated. They're not just coming in and trying to flip it and get out and make some money like prime Dion Sanders. No, they're in it for the passion. They're in it for the love. And they were also voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. It's convenient. It's delicious. The amount of options, you can go to some boroughs every day for a month and you can get something different every single day. Like, I don't know that for a fact, but I pulled up to the drive-thru and I've seen the amount of options. And I know you can do that. What a- I pressed the wrong button. Oops. One of us on this set does know that for a fact because you they do. do. I, yeah. I go to some something rows, different I every go day. To some, I go to some rows like twice a week. And tell the people why that's important, Danielle. Why, why? is your stamp of approval on this type of food as, important? As PHNX's resident Mexican. Thank you. Um, some rows is my favorite. Like, I love some rows so much. I've been going every, I've been going at least once a week, every week for 20 years. Like wow. the debates or the conversations that we have in this office that get the most heated revolve around authentic and real Mexican food. And Danielle will not hesitate for a second to put somebody in their gringo place when they are saying in their something gringo place. That's <laughs> when they crazy. are saying something wrong about that type of food. So to get that stamp of approval is big time. Listen, I'm, I know I am <laughs> by far the most conflict diverse person in this yeah. office, but you talk Mexican food, boy. Yeah, it gets me going. Listen, we even got some uh, some people from Tucson saying they need to try some bros. You really do. Like, genuinely, we do. We can fight about football all you want, but we can come together and we can shake hands on some bros. Listen, they got Valley Locations in Flagstaff, all around the Phoenix area. It's Sonora Styles recipes, lovingly prepared since 1986. This has been a slow burn. Plus, they have their newest locations in Goodyear, Peoria and the I-17 and Joe Max, or you can visit someburrows.com to find one near you. I didn't even list off all the things you can get because, man, I'm so hungry even after that mushroom bar. So go to someburrows.com. You can get some catering. You can get some marks to go. You can get some chimichangas. I don't get what's not to like. 
I can't believe you just said gringo in an ad read. How? I mean, that's crazy. If anybody should say it, it's me. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, you are a gringo. I think, like, I, I think I'm allowed to say it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying nobody else is allowed to say it. I'm just saying it. Like, I, you got to be self aware. You're you're reading a Sun Burroughs ad, and you look like me. You need to bring in the professionals. Okay, you need to bring in the professionals. <laughs> Daniel Cortez, professional Mexican. I'm putting that on my. Wow. I'm putting that on my resume. Well, on that note, Bro. guys, let me tell you about where you can make some money, and that's the BetMGM sports book app. I actually, was telling Eric earlier, made, made some, some money, money on night. the on the Suns beating the Bucks last night. Had a nice two two nice juicy parlays. Uh, BetMGM guys, if you haven't already signed up, they've got a great offer for you to make some money and it's super easy to take advantage of. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds pricing. Just as simple as you got started. Once you have placed a bet, you will receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Lose, win, or draw, you're going to get some free money. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 8 hope and y 467 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Boom. I'm right. still thinking about some boroughs. Eric, I, I know before before we move on from the, the topic of National okay. Signing Day, I gave you my two players in Jason. Oh, geez. And Jane Fortier. I'm curious what freshman you are most excited to see in a Sunday uniform this year. Am I allowed to repeat? I, f- I would, I would. Okay, you can, if you ask me first, I'd say those two, but I'll give you two different ones because okay. he asked me second because that's only fair. I am going to go with Kaya McDonald. Okay. I've, I've looking at him recently and 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 so seeing some of what he's done. I am really interested in him. Um, and then, geez, being labeled just an athlete, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I'm I'm interested in Zechariah Sample. Okay. Okay. Just Texas guy, like being labeled an athlete. He's one of the higher ranking. He's still below a couple other guys in between the two that we talked about, but they're all really close. They're all 89, 88, 87. He comes in at an 88. So I'll go with the athlete. I love it, man. I love it. Short bus in the chat just cooking you, man, with a super chat 499. Said Eric not wearing a hat. Thought it was bring your kid to work day. What's up, son? You want to stand up and you want to see who's who's kid? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. yeah. It is what it is. I, look, man. Short Bus has already told me to put the hat back on. I get it, Short Bus. I am a hat guy. I got a haircut today, and I've noticed that when I wear a hat before I get a haircut, the haircut turns out worse mm. because the hair gets all messed up and everything like that. So I, I get it, man. If 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 I had a choice, I guess I do have a choice. Uh, I would prefer to. Uh, <laughs> oh I would gosh. prefer to wear a hat. Uh, but listen, man, you gotta do what you gotta do to get a fresh cut. And I got an important week next week, so I can't, I can't mess that up. I love it, man. You do have an important, I do have an important, important, week, next important week. week. I next won't, week. I won't be here, uh, for a couple days next week. So can we tell him why? Yeah, I'm getting married. Congratulations. Who's the baby now? Short bus. Who's the baby now? Yeah, man. I'm super excited. Super happy. Man. Uh, taking off a uh, Saturday through Valentine's day. Uh, getting married on my anniversary. No invites, crazy though. 
huh no invites crazy oh it's nobody's it's there's like five people coming it's gonna be at my parents house likely story we're just it's gonna be in the backyard okay just tell me you don't want me at your wedding man i got it actually i i uh i only want you at my wedding i want to marry you i don't want anybody else there dude i respect that man thank you thank you yeah so that's why i'm not wearing a hat today long-winded answer love it man love it what a show mushroom bars gringo drops the drop in the fact that i'm getting married i'm apparently cooking and then yeah let him cook i feel like we need to make two of those because kotri was also cooking earlier we've both been cooking sorry man it is what it is things you love to see but while we are continually continuously talking about random things on this National Signing Day show, we might as well talk about Antonio Pierce and Jaden Daniels. Antonio Pierce, obviously a former Arizona State coach, defensive coordinator, recruiting coordinator. I know this conversation may turn a couple people off, but it also could excite you. It also could excite you, and let me tell you why. Because there are rumors and, and a lot of discussion on social media about Antonio Pierce as the head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders, potentially going and finding a way to move up in the draft to select Jaden Daniels out of LSU, former Arizona State quarterback, of course. The two linking up, teaming up in Las Vegas and taking on the NFL. And, I mean, we'll get your thoughts on it. My initial thought to, to this would be bring it on. Bring it on. This would be hilarious. I'm sorry. Objectively, this would be so funny. The sun devil in me, it hurts. It hurts just a little bit. But Jaden, if I told you two years ago, Totri, yeah, that Jaden Daniels would be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, coached by Antonio Pierce, that'd be the funniest goddamn thing of all time. It's just, I'm sorry. It'd be so funny. I just, and maybe I'm, look, I, I don't think Jaden Daniels this this could be a I full fully like this could go wrong for me okay I don't Drop think Jaden Daniels is going to translate to the NFL very well um, for from what I've seen from him watching him covering him um, I just don't think he he reads defenses very well um, I know he won the Heisman congratulations on the Heisman I just don't think it's necessarily going to translate. Um, nearly as every well. heisman winning quarterback has gone on to have a very successful nfl career yeah, that's a fact we yeah. all know that that's 100 true and you I don't need don't a fact check me. i think it is crazy that people are talking about Jaden daniels going in the top three but we know that quarterbacks are a dime a dozen in the league hey if Jaden daniels could help out those arizona cardinals baby and bring me maserati marv then god please go third please go third you want to know how i know that it's going to be a long shot, and I won't. I won't completely rule it out. I'm sorry, I hit you a little. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, I won't completely rule out Jaden Daniels being successful because I didn't think he's going to be that successful at LSU, and I was wrong. So I could also be wrong again. But how I know, or how I can imagine that this doesn't work out well, is just how he looks when he gets hit. The dude's a freaking rag doll. He's flying all over the place. He doesn't it's like put a cartoon. It's like a cartoon character. Every time he gets hit, it's like he gets folded in like eighteen different ways. Well, he doesn't he falls slide. Down. He doesn't slide. No, and so like you could take one hit from an NFL linebacker, and you are going to learn how to slide. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just the way it works. And, and so, I mean, that's again, that's a skill that somebody can develop. Jaden, Jaden can get better. He won the freaking Heisman, but like he's not. He's. I'm sorry. He's not a top three pet in my in my opinion if the new england patriots want to do it then please do it well and the raiders sit at 13 so So they'd have to from all indications it sounds like the raiders would have to trade up a significant amount to go up (laughs) and go get 
Jaden Daniels. Let's assume they have to trade into the top three. Let's say they have to trade up to three with the Patriots. You who the are also Garoppolo who back? Are, <laughs> who are also quarterback needy, right? And they've got a new head coach. Like it's it's very it's going to be very interesting to see. It would cost them a lot to go to go up. But I could also see the Raiders potentially trading with the Cardinals um, if the Cardinals don't Ooh, get. Yeah, if Marv goes, if Marv is gone, I don't know because I, I want Joe. Because like, Joe Alt is going to be up there too. I listen, but I, Joe Alt will fall. Joe I could Alt also, will fall in this draft. I could also see Jaden falling. Man, I don't think Jaden gets past eight. Eight? Yeah, Atlanta. I don't think he gets past Atlanta. Yeah. I could see that. I just and then you're talking about a lot of quarterback needy there, teams. There, there's a lot of quarterback needy teams. You're talking about the Vikings, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Saints. Like you're talking about teams right there that all could use a I quarterback mean, moving forward. The Jets, the Jets, the Bears. I mean, the Bears are going to have a chance to take. The Bears will get a quarterback in this draft for sure. Titans, if they don't believe in Will Levis, which it seems like a Titans thing for them to do. Um, I think it makes. And I'm not trying to to to, to help the the Las Vegas Raiders here. And it's not like they're seems like you are, but okay, it's not like cook. they're tuning into to this podcast for drafted. Hi, race. Antonio. But I think it would make a lot of sense for for the Raiders to trade. Um, their second round pick and maybe an asset or two to to get Justin Fields from the Bears. To get Justin Fields, um, I like Justin Fields. Okay, I, I do as a quarterback. I think he is. I think he would be. He's going to be way better than than Jane Daniels is going to be in the league. But that's just again my two cents. I could be totally wrong on this. I do think it would be very very interesting. Is that the next to Totri's see. two cents? What? Why Jaden Daniels should not go? Maybe at the top of the NFL draft. Maybe that might be. We're just throwing out all sorts of ideas, man. I think that I works. It. I absolutely love it. But it certainly will be interesting to see what happens on draft night. I love the NFL draft. Uh, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Like to to just see some of these these college kids just get to their new homes, right, and, and kind of see what they're capable of. Antonio Pierce, obviously, people have very mixed feelings about him <laughs> in Tempe, the same way they feel about Jane Daniels. Um, he was he was always a good like the, the problem and the reason why people don't like Antonio Pierce and Tempe. Follow the fucking rules. Yes, yes, duh. That's the right answer. But the the real reason why people really care is because the dude was damn good while he was here. Yeah, and there was a lot of belief that like this this guy is the future of the program. Like he Herm's taking it now, and Antonio Pierce is either going to leave for a better job after really helping us, or he's going to stay and he's going to be the guy. Right, like people loved this dude here. The players loved him. The coaches loved him. The media loved him. Like he, he was that fucking guy. He was. And then he screwed the entire program over. And so when you go from one end all the way to the other, then you're gonna be hated here. And that is not at all an indictment on how good of a coach he could be in the NFL, because obviously he rallies a bunch of dudes, and he really got that locker room believing in him and yeah. all of that. But. He's lucky he ain't got to recruit. <laughs> He's lucky he doesn't have to recruit. Um, we got we got some questions in the chat uh, from Zona Tucson ninety three. Who are you rooting for on Sunday? Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl I'm Sunday. A, I'm in a mixed spot, man, because I'm used to watching the Chiefs kick our ass, and by our, I mean the Los Angeles Chargers' ass um, twice a year. <sighs> my heart wants the 49ers to win because my dad's a 49ers fan, and Brandon Ayuk went to Arizona State. My wallet tells me that the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. are going to win. I mean, I am rooting for Ayuk. I don't think I can ever bring myself to root for the 49ers as a whole. 
no thank you. I'm okay on that. But I also don't want to root for the Chiefs. You know what I'm rooting for? Taylor Swift's private jet to be put out of commission. I'm, I'm rooting That's for, what I'm rooting I'm for. I'm rooting for one hell of a halftime show. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah? Oh, you uh, <laughs> do you have uh, money on what is yeah, going I'm to be? Yeah, I'm taking OMG. You're OMG taking OMG? plus 800. I think the OMG value on plus that is stupid. OMG is a great oh value. Oh my gosh. I feel like he's going to start with, with yeah. Yeah, I think everybody thinks he's going to start with I yeah. I think yeah is probably the ender. Yeah, he might do like that little, like, you know, they come in with like a teaser. They play like 30 seconds, the crowd gets hype, and then they cut it, and, and then, then they end with it. Yeah, well, and then the whole scene goes dark, and then, and then he yells, peace up, A-Town down. Peace up, down, down, down. I'm with that. Oh, I'm down with that. <laughs> oh, my We're goodness. We're off the fucking rails Look, today. We are sober, okay, aside from the mushroom bar it, that he ate. I'm sober. I am sober. But I'll tell you what, I wasn't sober last night. Took some OGs, and I've got this, so I watch... Like religiously, me and my roommate are like binge watching shows. We just finished Game of Thrones. Started mm -hmm. Euphoria last night. I've never oh. seen Euphoria. Oh, that's a ride. Uh, I took an that's OGs. I took an OGs for the first and watched those first two episodes. I'm hooked. I am locked in. OGs does that not only with great shows, does it with the simplest of things. I could be watching a stupid YouTube video like this one and be <laughs> losing my mind off of OGs, guys. They've launched two new products made with live rosin and RSO. The OGs Naturals and the Big OGs. OGs Naturals are a vegan gummy made with live rosin and it's available in sweet clementine flavor. If you don't like the sweet clementine flavor or you just want to try something new, highly recommend OGs. They have a bunch of different flavors. I'm trying the Happy Balance ones right now and they taste literally like candy. Okay, it, it's Literal actually candy. uncanny. Like it, it's so stupid, and it's why if you have these in your house and you also have a child in your house, which some people in the comments have have said that they have today, warning me about children in marriage, which don't need that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they taste like candy. They do. They do. They don't taste like weed, and that's really great for when you're trying to enjoy it. But also, like, be careful. Don't just like leave them out and about and like unpackaged or anything like that, because somebody could take a little nibble and be like, oh, it's just a candy. Yeah. It's just a candy. No, you're absolutely right. Guys, to learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. I do want to get to Shorebus's super chat that he had earlier, 199. Can Donald fill in for Eric when he is gone? Ooh, I'll tell you what. When are you leaving? Uh, I will be off of... Well, I'm staying in... Day. I'm taking the 10th through the 14th off. 10th through the 14th. So I think that's, a that's Monday and... Tuesday and Wednesday, so I'm back Thursday. That's funny because I leave Thursday. I'm gone. Do you actually I'm leave gone Thursday, Thursday wait, Friday, wait, Saturday. And I'm gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This show is going to look... What the hell are we going to do? This show is going to look real interesting next week, guys. I didn't even know that you were gone. Yeah, I'm gone for Vegas next week. So, so. Am I, so I, th this is breaking news to me. Am, am, I, am I hosting then? I'm, just, uh, I'm assuming. We could discuss this. All right. Later. Awesome. But yeah, we absolutely... Welcome to Behind the Scenes, we'll, guys. We will we'll um, get into that. Um... No, nah, man, it's... It's going to be a week next week. I feel like we should just give Short Bus and Donald the reins. I don't think PHNX would exist after that. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> it, if, if you would just do whoever donates the most amount of money Ooh, <laughs> gets to host next week. No. Wait, no, a dude, super no, chat no. off? No. Whoever super chats the most money oh, by goodness. next week gets to host the show? I'm just kidding. We, we can't do that. I would like to stay one. employed. Totri would also like I would, I would to, stay like to stay employed. employed. Um, that's weird, dude. I did not realize that we were basically going to be trading off next week. But, yeah. eh, and Shane you know. comes back soon. Oh it, my this, gosh. Shows, this show's in for a lot of fun, guys. If Look, this chat, we've got a ton of people in here today, whether that be for National Signing Day, whether it be because I pissed you off on Twitter. It may be that reason. Both. But 
I, I love it. I love the the people that we have in the chat starting to get a lot more consistent with, with some people that we haven't seen uh, in the past. Hank, House of Heat Sports has been in here. Clint's always in here. Glenn's always in here. LTC's in here. Also, some of our PHNX diehards in here as well. Short Bus, Sharon, Donald going one, two, three right there. Absolutely love to see it, guys. They are always, always going off in the diehard Discord. It quite literally is like this YouTube chat, but it is going 24-7, 365. Me and Eric are always in there uh, dropping links, having conversations. Not just the ASU chat, Coyotes, Diamondbacks, Suns, Cardinals. The diehard Discord is my favorite part of the diehard membership. But again, we are really, really building this ASU community. It's a lot of fun to see. Even if you're a Wildcat fan, there's a Wildcat chat in there as well. I know sometimes from time to time you hop in the Wildcat chat. Uh, some of our own uh, PHNX diehards from the ASU side of things are constantly giving shit to the the Wildcat diehards. So definitely head over to gophnx.com. Highly consider you guys. Check out Becoming a Diehard. The Diehard Discord is just one of several perks of being a PHNX Diehard, including exclusive content, discounts on merch, events, and so much more. We are literally in there at the start and after every single show. The, the only time that we're not talking in the Diehard Discord is quite literally while we are spending our hour in this show. Yeah, it's a great place to be. The community is really growing and it's 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 getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you want to be like an OG member because a year from now when ASU is actually like doing really good and there are more people in there, you want to say, damn it, I was there when Eric was about to wear a Speedo. I was there when Eric ate a mushroom bar live on air. <laughs> gotta get in that diehard discord now another benefit of listening to this show you don't have to be a diehard to get this so we are going to offer this to you is that you can get 350 dollars off new flooring and you can do that with our friends over at empire today listen you get shop at home convenience the right product for your needs quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee plus they service their own warranties from within empire today which means if you have a problem you need to talk to somebody you need to figure something out you're not being sent out to a third party as somebody who has had to deal with that type of stuff not specifically with flooring, but with other companies, it is infuriating. You don't have to deal with that with Empire today. Plus, you don't have to worry about not getting the right flooring for your room because you can get an at-home floor visualizer. You can see exactly what they're going to look like in your room with your decorations, with everything. You're lighting all of that and you can be 100% sure on your purchase and also get it easy, quick, and convenient. Listen, guys, Empire Today keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. They pride themselves at their convenient shop at home service, and they're just here to help you find what's right for you. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. That is the four best letters in the alphabet, P-H-N-X. Restrictions do apply. Go ahead and head on over to empiretoday.com slash PHNX for all the details. Absolutely, guys. That is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil Show. Like I said, we really, really do appreciate everybody hopping in the chat today. Like I said, head over to gophnx.com today. Click that Die Hard tab. Check it out. Again, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow on PHNX underscore Sun Devils. We do this at least at a minimum five days a week talking Arizona State and really just college athletics at this point, guys. Give us a follow. Donald, I dropped the link. YouTube doesn't like it when I send links in the chat for some reason. And you're already a PHNX diehard, Donald. So again, follow us at PHNX underscore signups. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Eric Ruby at Eric Ruby on social. That is Eric with a K. And you can follow DJ Danielle and Africa Danielle across social media, guys. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And as always... Go Devils. Happy National Signing Day and peace.